What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Oh my God. I mean, thank God. My favorite day of the goddamn week, Wednesday. Hello, Daddy Gang. It is your father, Alex Cooper. I am currently in London, which is very fun, and I am taking this week off from releasing a new Call Her Daddy episode, but have no fear because I would never neglect you guys completely. You know what I mean? I'm a giving father. I'm not an absent father. You can count on me. So basically, this year, I started this thing called After Hours with Alex Cooper, and I go live on the Spotify Live app every other Wednesday. We are pausing currently for um, summer, but I have recorded a couple of them, and I wanted to re-release in case you guys missed it. So this episode is my first Spotify Live show that I did for After Hours. And I talk about my life. I talk about recapping the episode that I recorded that week. I talk about pop culture. Um, I answer live daddy gang questions. Mm-hmm. We interact. We hang out. Okay. Very fun. Slumber party vibes. So I want you guys to listen to this. It's a very fun episode. And I will be back next week. I'm going to do like a solo. I feel like I kind of need to like give a life update, catch up with you guys. Yeah, so guys, I will be back next week. Enjoy this episode of After Hours. And also, After Hours will be returning July 27th. So every other Wednesday, I will be going live. If you didn't know that, tune the fuck in, bitches. Okay, enjoy. Love you. I miss you. I will talk to you guys next week. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants, iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, guys. It's Alex here. Thank you so much for listening. But did you know that After Hours is a live show? Yes, that is right. These episodes are from Spotify Live. So next time, instead of listening after the fact, you can be there when the next big thing goes down. And because it's live, you never know what's going to happen or who is going to show up. You can tune in right on this page every time I go live. But what's better than tuning in live? You being a part of the live experience. You guys can chat with me live. If you have a question for me, if you want advice, if you have a comment on what I've been saying, you have an opinion, you can join the live conversation on the Spotify live app. All you have to do is follow the link in the episode description to download and then be sure to follow after hours so you're notified every time we go live. You never know what's going to happen on After Hours with Alex Cooper. Hello. Oh my God, we're fucking back, baby. I'm going to wait for some more daddy gang to get into the chat. Oh my God. Guys, also, just so you know, keep messaging me because I'm just staring at the comments. I'm screaming, I love you. Hi, Haley. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, Danica. Hi, Kylie. I could, I'm literally going to like faint from how many. Oh my God, guys. Okay. I'm going to wait for more people to get in the chat. As you guys can see, though, we have a little guest. We have a little guest. You can see the bubble. You can see her. It's a picture of a dog and this beautiful woman. You guys know who's here. Introducing today, guys, first of all, welcome back to After Hours with Alex Cooper. I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying this. This is our second live session. Today, I decided, you know what? We need to get a little comfy cozy. We need to hang out. 
with my best friend, my second grade soulmate, the love of my fucking life, Laren. Hey, big sexy. Lauren, I just um fell off of my chair and toppled over with my phone. Okay, I'm fine. Um, hi, Lauren. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm good. I'm I listened to your last live and I heard you say, like, oh, I'm nervous. And I was like, what? Alex Cooper nervous? And like, ooh, now I feel it. Dude, I don't know why, but like doing live shit is really nerve-wracking. But I will say I have like a different level of comfort obviously because you're like my fucking friend for forever that I'm like let's just pretend we're talking and nobody's here except for the daddy gang you and me everything's gonna be fine also I don't know why it's nerve-wracking so daddy gang just send uh Lauren some like love in the comments because this is really scary for some reason it only gets scary for the first like five minutes and then everything is fine And then we're cruising down the highway. Classic. Okay, so Lauren, let's kind of give people a little bit of backstory. Just if everyone is new here, you may not know. Well, you may not even know who I am. Maybe you just are in the Spotify live app and you're like, who is this bitch? And you just stumbled in here. So my name is Alex Cooper. I'm the host of Call Her Daddy. And I am accompanied today by my beautiful, lovely best friend from childhood, Lauren McMullen. Lauren and I met in second grade, also, which is such a specific uh, grade. I feel like always, people think we're always like lying about it. Second grade, Lauren moved from the South up to Pens- good old Pennsylvania. And she moved and she was in my second grade homeroom class. I will never forget. I walk in the first day of school. I sit down. I see this girl with a huge bow on her head. And I was like, this, this is my best friend. As touching as that story was, I'm not going to steal. I wasn't going to steal your show, your stage, your own show stage. Thanks. Yeah. But, you know, I got to make a slight adjustment. We actually met first on the soccer field and then homeroom. Oh, oh, my God. I completely forgot that. Yeah, we had summer soccer and we met and we were like, oh, you're really good at soccer. You're really good at soccer. You're really cool. You're really cool. Okay, let's be friends. And then we met Michael Bergen, Chase Nicolosi. We were really into the boys together, like oh, in yeah. second grade, already laying down the groundwork. Lauren dated both of them. Not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, second grade Lauren's already like fucking slaying. Okay, so that is, Lauren and I have known each other for quite some time. Let's also just set the scene for Daddy Gang because I know you guys obviously can't see us. Lauren, what are you drinking tonight? What are you wearing? What color underwear? What does your hair <laughs> look like? Tell me everything. So creepy. <laughs> Um, I'm in the classic uniform. I'm in the vintage uniform, the like oh, the periwinkle yeah. sweatsuit, the I am unwell, where it says like oh. New York established. What does it even say? Oh my God, that's so long ago. I sometimes, 20, it's okay. Yeah, 18, I don't know. 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're wearing the OG I am unwell outfit. What are you drinking? I'm having a glass of red wine. I'm normally a Pinot Cab type of girl, but I'm a little fancy right now for your show. I'm drinking a Bordeaux. Oh my God, you bougie bitch. I know. I'm currently drinking. Well, guess what I'm drinking? Tequila on the rocks. Yes. You know, you got to take the edge off. When you go on Spotify live, you never know what's going to happen. I need to get a little tipsy so I can say some things that maybe I'll regret in the morning. So um, this is my second live show. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I Again, I don't know why I get nervous, but I'm happy you're here, Lauren. I know your yeah your last your last live show I was like nervous for you I was like oh my gosh like what if no one shows up like I gotta be there I gotta be like shouting her out in the comments you did not need me there I couldn't oh. find my own comments within the comments the comment section was popping off but um it's 9 p.m. here so it's later so I was actually listening to your show. Um, at my boyfriend's in the living room and I was like with him and his roommates and like I was trying to be sneaky and like not rude so I put an airpod in like one of my ears and then like put my hair in front of it so like no one really knew what I was up to but I was there the whole time Lauren that. Lauren what? please look at the comment section I love how you just so casually announce you have a fucking boyfriend <laughs> no one knows this and Lauren's like I have a boyfriend I guess you just came in and you're just like you know what we're 30 seconds into the new live let's drop a motherfucking bomb here on call our daddy tonight well after hours um Lauren is a boyfriend. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, guys, I have a boyfriend. Lauren, look at the chat. Can you see the chat? Oh, Everyone wait. is freaking out. Okay. This is okay. So to OG daddy gangers that have been with us forever, this is a huge fucking deal, Lauren, because literally the last they heard from you, you were like going through the fucking breakup with your ex-boyfriend. You were kind of trying to figure out how to be single, how to do single life. And then you just fucking come back from the fucking dead. And you're like, oh, by the way, so I was with my boyfriend. I was listening to after hours. I'm like, slow your fucking roll, sweetie. Way to drop a bomb. Um, I would just like to say as your best friend, I am so fucking proud of you because you are so happy. and 
we don't need to get into it. Obviously, we don't need to like exploit your life tonight, but I've never seen you happier and I'm so happy for you. And he seems like a really guy, great guy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you've met him. Well, kind Not of met really. him. You met him, you met him on FaceTime. No. Oh, that's actually a hilarious story. Um, while we were in Cabo, we were having like a drinking pool day and we get back from the pool back to the house. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to FaceTime my boyfriend and we're drunk. And I FaceTime him and I have no idea that you're standing directly behind me, butt ass naked, lotioning your entire body. So you met him and you were naked. And like, I'm quite literally like bending over to get like the lotion on my ankles, daddy gang. And Lauren's like, look, like this is Alex. And like, I'm hammered. So I'm like, hey, like not thinking like, oh, I'm naked. I am. I'm naked. And your boyfriend was so cute. He was like, oh, Lauren, Lauren, she's naked. Like, he's the one that brought it up. (laughs) I would just like to say what a gentleman. I love how he was like, oh, my God, I don't want to see her naked, which, you know, hurts me a little bit. Like, come on. Like, I could show you a titter. No, I'm just kidding. But I I would say I'm not trying to (laughs) like what? I'm not trying to your boyfriend. I'm so happy for you. And yes, I did meet him while I was naked. But that's also like so appropriate for the two of us. Like, of course, that's how I fucking met your boyfriend over FaceTime naked. Oh, I wouldn't have it happen any other way. I'm currently like looking at the comments and the amount of Richard comments. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, wait, can I make a confession right now when I you legitimately have no idea what I'm about to say? Wait, yeah, what? I, I texted Richard today. Wait, why? Because I'm going to Vegas for a bachelorette in October. <gasps> and I was like, Richard, like, going to Vegas with the girls for a bachelorette. Like, see you there. But do not worry. I will not cheat on my boyfriend with Richard. You know, if you're going to cheat on him with someone, I'm just kidding. I'm like, no, 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 no. Honestly, that's so funny because I love Richard, guys, but we will confirm. Lauren is not dating Richard. I think people know. Wait, guys, no, no, I'm not dating Richard. (laughs) Guys, we're not dating Richard, although we still love Richard. Shout out, Richard. Um, I'm actually really happy for you too, Lauren, because I don't know anyone in the comments. Has anyone ever been a third wheel before in their life? Because Lauren was quite literally at one point becoming a professional third wheel. You were doing the third wheel so hard that I wasn't sure if you were going to ever escape the third wheel because you were like becoming the best third wheel. It was like, no, like too, scary. like too good. Like couples wouldn't want to hang out alone and they just invite me because I was such a good third wheel. Probably not that extreme, but like, let me. Okay. Dream. Dude, people in the comments are like, oh my God, I take a third wheel trip all the time. I'm a third wheel. Okay. We see you guys. And there's nothing wrong with being a third wheel. If anything, it teaches you humility. It teaches you to be humble. And it just teaches you that like, you know what? Sometimes in life, you're not going to, you're going to be the odd number and that's okay, <laughs> but you're not anymore. <laughs> no, we can do like a double date. Dude, I was thinking a double date. We should also do like a couples trip. That reminds me of Vegas when we literally went to Vegas, guys. Like we went for Vegas uh, to Vegas for my birthday last year. And almost every single person on the trip was coupled up. And then there was Lauren. You were such a fucking good champ about that, though. I was like, damn, <laughs> only Lauren could be like, yeah, I'll take Vegas with a bunch of like six other fucking couples. Let's literally go. six couples and me in Vegas. It's all right, Lauren. We love you. So, OK, daddy gang, listen. Today is Wednesday. What an amazing, amazing day of the week, right? Even better because Call Her Daddy drops episodes on Wednesday. So I hope you guys watched and listened to the episode. I had Lottie Moss on the episode this week. Did you guys watch it? I'm reading the comments. Everyone be nice. Oh, Maddie said, of course we did. We love Lottie. Oh, guys, this is why I love the Daddy Gang. Great energy, only positive vibes. So I'm trying to do like a little bit more behind the scenes on this after hour show to give you guys an idea of how the episodes go. And so when I sat down with Lottie, I'm going to admit that it's really fun to have people on the show because I will admit I really had no idea like what to expect with Lottie. Um, You know, you look at people's social media, right? And you immediately can't help but like lightly judge and I'm like Lottie looks like a really hot chick she's got like amazing photos she's on OnlyFans she's like seems really cool but like you don't get the idea of someone's personality right and so I remember when she showed up to the dad pad if none of you know what the dad pad is it's the caller daddy headquarters where we film the episodes I was quite literally stunned by her energy. Like she's one of those people that walks into a room and like lights up the room. She's so charismatic. She's likable. She's outgoing. She can take a joke, which, you know, I love someone that can take a joke. She's witty. She's punny. I literally sound like I'm in love with her. I quite literally am, but no, the the vibe was great. And I just hope that you guys could feel that through the episode. I just, I don't know. There's something really cool about podcasting where I love my job that I get to meet people that I see online and kind of get to like know them 
And these are things you just really can't pick up on social media. Also a reminder, like don't judge someone by their social media. You really don't know them through Instagram. So shout out to Lottie. You are amazing. And I really appreciate anyone that always comes on and can get vulnerable because guys, I mean, it's not easy. Like, I mean, Lauren, you've been on a couple episodes of Call Her Daddy, but like, I think people may think it's kind of easy. Like, yeah, let's just talk. Like, it's hard to get vulnerable and like talk about like intimate details of your fucking life. And you would know, Lauren, you've been so open on Call Her Daddy before. Yeah, for sure. Like every time we record, we like put the microphone down. I'm like, was that shit? Like, did I say anything meaningful there? Like, literally also, what did I just say? I feel like when you're recording, you like black out and you're like, whoa, like I'm back. Dude, you literally kind of like for tonight, we will wake up tomorrow and be like, did we shit the bed? Like, was that fun? Like, do people even were we speaking English? Like what was happening? So I will say thank you guys for being supportive. And also I would say thank you guys so much for being like, nice to the guests. I always see you guys in the comment section trying to hype them up. Like sometimes there's really mean trolls that are just mean. And like, I I will admit, I actually went off on someone. Then I like took my comment back because I was like, Alex, calm down. But I got mad because someone basically was commenting, like trying to be mean to Lottie being like, who is she? Like, who is this? Like, and I'm like, that's so mean. Cause first of all, Google is your friend. Um, don't be a dumb bitch. Like Google, don't look ignorant. But like, I just want people to know, like, it's less for me. You guys can shit on me all day. But like, when there's a guest coming on and they're opening up and being vulnerable, I really appreciate you guys in after hours. I know it's like all a good community here, like daddy gang. It really helps when you guys are in the comment section, hyping the guest up because it makes them feel more confident and want to be able to be like, yes, I would love to come on call or daddy again, or I would love to go on whatever show they want to go on. So thank you to everyone in the comments. That's nice to people because that actually can like truly affect people's days. Like I've had guests leave interviews and message me and been like, Oh my God, the daddy gang was so nice to me. Like that was the best experience. Like quite literally they're talking about you guys, like not even me. They're like, well, fuck you, bitch. But your your daddy gang, they're fucking hype. So I just wanted to say it really goes a long way. Um, so thank you guys for being so nice to Lottie and all the other guests. You guys give such positive vibes and I love you. Okay, I'm like crying Cheer- over here. <laughs> yeah, cheers to that. Have a drink, raise your glass. Oh my God, I'm gonna just chug this and get so drunk and start spilling. It's, I don't know why, but this podcasting is so fun, but doing this after hours thing is really fun because you get to like actually, like I'm reading all your comments. Okay, I see Carrie said, I'm gonna pour myself a drink. Um, I see all you guys in the comment section. Like it's cool to interact. Okay, so Lauren, you listened to the Lottie episode. Tell me, what did you think? What was your favorite part? What were you vibing with? Um, obviously I've listened to every single episode so far in the single father era would not miss one. I was dying laughing at the threesome bit. Um, like one mm. great advice. Like if you guys haven't listened, go listen. Cause they give Lottie gives some great advice on like how to approach a threesome and like what not to do and what to do. But I was dying when she was telling the story because I could visualize the way she was telling it. Her standing in the corner alone <laughs> in a fetal position, chain smoking a cig crying. Cause the threesome went so bad. Like sadly I can envision that being me. Like I don't even smoke cigs, but somehow that would still be me if I tried to have a threesome. Dude, it's so dark. Like to think about quite literally being in a threesome with your fucking boyfriend and you're you're like he's kind he I, I don't even think my boyfriend has put my dick in me yet like his dick in me yet like he's literally fucking this other girl and I'm not even involved in the sex like I'm just a bystander we agreed this wasn't a cuckolding situation this is a threesome I'm supposed to be the second or the first I'm not the third babe and all of a sudden he's just like fucking her it's like what is going on so I love that Lottie also I think it's like takes someone very confident to like admit to like quote unquote embarrassing shit like that I I loved that she was like, I was in the corner sobbing. I always think though about threesomes. Like, let's have a little conversation, Lauren. Okay. Well, let me let me have another sip of my drink. Let's okay. get it. <laughs> You're like, Alex, um, I'm yeah. pretty sure my mom is listening to this live. Oh my God. I know she's listening. She literally sent me a picture of her trying to download the app. And she was like, I, I think I got it. I'm going to stay awake past my bedtime tonight, Lair. My mom literally calls me Lair also. I want to be so clear. Both of our mothers are listening to this live right now. And I could see my mom thinking somehow, like, I bet she like exited out because she's like, oh, are they going to see me? Like, no, mom, no one can see you in the chat. But daddy gang, let's give the, the parents a little shout out. We're going to now talk about threesomes. <laughs> They're like, no. Okay. So I was thinking about threesomes and I'm interested to know like your ideal threesome because I kind of have an idea recently for mine. Um, so why don't I go first? I'll, lo- yeah. I'll lube you up a little bit here. Okay. Lay it on yeah. me. Daddy gang, first of all, 
in the comments. I would love to know, yes or no, have you ever had a threesome? And while you're writing that, I am now going to, there's a lot, oh wow, this is a lot of no's and a lot of, oh oh my God, (laughs) whoa. Okay, a lot of people are saying no. A lot of people are saying yes. Great, we have a nice little, we've, everyone's kind of got a yes or no answer. So let me tell you my personal idea of a perfect threesome. I don't know where this came to me, possibly in a dream. And tell me this isn't the hottest fucking idea. My ideal threesome is to find the third while I'm like traveling abroad. Is is abroad though like um, a college thing? Is that is that like like that's studying yeah. abroad? <laughs> Guys, I'm going back to college. No, it's like while I'm traveling to a different country, I picture my boyfriend and I are out. We're in Italy. We're in France. We're in Spain, and we are at the bar, and we just start vibing with a woman or a man, whoever. And we immediately start flirting. And it's such like a, they don't know who I am. They don't know the show. They don't know who my boyfriend is. We don't know them. They don't know us. And we start hitting it off at the bar. And it ends up being basically the feeling of a one night stand, but with me and my boyfriend with this person. And we go back. The only thing obviously to worry about is STDs. We would wear a condom. Shocker guys, I don't wear a condom with my boyfriend. Guys, let's just, I just want to be so clear. Wear condoms. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously you would have to do that for a threesome, but I feel like just like being in like, imagine like I'm in Rome, we find someone at the bar, we go home, we fuck, it's a good threesome. We never see that person again. That's kind of hot. That's what everyone in the comments was saying, like ideal situation, because you know, you will never see them again. No accidental run-ins, no weird, like, do we text them again? There's also something so like just fun about the concept and such a good story to take with you. And also just like, I feel like, listen, threesomes can get messy. And so I just feel like that is like something that could really ensure like, it's more of like an, it's almost like an excursion you did on your vacation, right? You went on the (laughs) boat, you went on the cheese tour, and then you fuck some random person from the bar for good threesome. And now we go back to the United States in peace. So Big Al's basically announcing she will be having a threesome <laughs> this summer because she's going abroad this summer. So I, I, I actually am. I'm going, um, guys, I'm going to Europe this summer. So I will let you know how the threesome goes. My boyfriend has no idea about this. He's going to be listening to this. I'd be like, wow, this is such a nice treat. Oh, my God. Thanks, Alex. Um, Jesus Christ. Also, hopefully his mom doesn't listen. OK, Lauren, it's your turn. Just talk to me through your like concept of a threesome. Um, I've also never had one. I would want it to be like spontaneous and in the moment. Like I would, it feels like so cringe to me, like imagining like me and like my boyfriend, woo, still feels weird to say the word, like waiting for someone to like knock on the door and be like, hi, I'm here for the threesome. Like, no, like that sounds horrible. Like I, like I might just steal yours. Like Europe sounds nice. I'm going to Europe in three weeks. Okay, you're up high. You like just start dating your boyfriend. You're um you're not allowed to have a threesome that soon on. No, no. Okay, that's the other concept. I think time. Like, I would not be just having a threesome like within a few months of dating. Like, yes, it needs to be like months and years and years and years and years and years. I agree with you. Actually, an interesting concept is I have this theory where I feel like a really good time to have a threesome is before you make it like official official. So there's truly almost like you're still not fully committed to each other. And so it's like a fun thing you experience pre fully becoming like committed, committed. And then I think on the other half, it's when you're like deep, deep into your relationship where the trust is so strong. People in the comments are um entering early and people are like, wait, Lauren has a fucking boyfriend. Dude, <laughs> this is so funny. No one fucking expected it. We just, you just like dropped it on them like a bomb. Everyone's like, can you casually not skip over? Guys, at the beginning of the episode, Lauren kind of slipped up and accidentally admitted she does have a boyfriend. We Can this you explain? Is, this is why you don't come late to class, ladies and gentlemen. You miss important things like this. Do you want to at least tell them how long you guys have been dating for? Um, We've been dating for a few months. We met um new year's eve on a trip we were both on so like it wasn't like i was really looking for a boyfriend we were wait and both- sorry to interject but you have to this is how cute is this guy's lauren had texted me like a photo <laughs> and it, he was in the photo back in new year's eve and it was like so like she obviously didn't know she's like this guy's kind of cute but like not didn't think anything of it and so it's so cute for me to like remember that moment of you just taking a casual picture and now look what it's turned into okay keep going sorry i just get so excited for you no, it's I, I, I could talk about it all day, but I'm not. <laughs> um, and then we came back and we were like, should we go on a date? Like, I don't know. 
And now here we are. Oh my God. Everyone in the DM or in the messages, Lauren is saying he needs a code name. Oh my gosh. Oh God. We're going to have to think about it. We can't come up with it now because we're going to have to figure out like what you're comfortable sharing. And then those stories will obviously will come up with a code name. So anyways, Lauren is happy. You guys are going to Italy for a wedding. Okay. Bougie yeah, bitch. I know. I know. I'm so excited for you. Have you ever been to Italy? Yeah, I did. I did a little like backpacking trip after I graduated. So I've oh, yes, been yes, to Italy, but happy to go back. I completely forgot. Um, okay, so moving on, guys. I hope you guys are excited for Lauren. Let's give claps for Lauren. I mean, finding a boyfriend. I love how we're literally talking <laughs> as if like you could ne- she could never find a man. This poor, poor girl finally landed a guy. Like, no. I Lauren. did it, guys. I did it. <laughs> so no, oh my god, everyone's clapping for you. Okay. So we're gonna move on to pop culture this week, guys. We're gonna kind of cruise th- through this because I feel like there's not much happening in media except for, you know, a couple like staple things going on. So number one, oops, I already saw it. Rachel, I see you in the DMs. Why am I calling it DMs? It's a fucking chat. Um, Selling Sunset is back and I am so fucking pissed. Okay. I am pissed. I am riled up. I am aggravated. I'm annoyed. This season was trash, fully trash. Nothing happened. Nothing fucking happened. Nothing happened. And to anyone that doesn't know what Selling Sunset is, it's quite literally just a show about all these women that work at this real estate company in Los Angeles and they sell these luxury homes. And part of the show is so exciting because you get to watch these beautiful homes. And then the other part is a bunch of drama. And I feel like in the past seasons, at least some stuff happened, but this season was so anticlimactic and I won't take too long because people haven't watched it or you don't watch it. I'm seeing you guys in the comments, but just to give a quick little overview of my thoughts. Past seasons were fun. This season felt like a filler season. All the drama was like rollover from past seasons and the entire season quite literally is about Christine and Christine Quinn, if you guys have seen her on social media and all the girls, basically the whole concept is all the girls hate her. And that's the entire season. And it's weird because of course, Christine in the past has done shit in past seasons that we've seen her do. But what was happening this season was so weird because she did nothing this season, nothing. She didn't do anything, but we, the whole premise was all the girls hate her and she's the villain. What I will say overall is that I think it's really interesting. I think we need to always keep in mind with reality TV. I know Lauren's going to fall asleep because she doesn't watch reality TV. Lauren's <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute over here. I'll meet you on the back end of this and I'll be drunk. <laughs> You'll be drunk. You're, you're getting hammered. I think Christine has obviously, every one of those girls has done shady shit to each other. Christine has done some wild shit, but this season it was like very anticlimactic. Um, and then I think Chriselle was dating the guy that ran the agency. It's interesting. I'm not going to say my opinion fully, but I will say my boyfriend, who is a movie producer, walked into the room while I was watching it. Mr. Sexy Zoom Man, shout out. And he literally saw Chriselle and Jason, the boss, kissing. And he was like, oh, that's a fake relationship. And I was like, what? And he was like, the body language, every time that guy is kissing her, she's like wincing. She's like so uncomfortable. And she quickly pulls away as fast as possible. She like can barely take the kiss. It's so fucking fake. And so I'm not saying that the relationship in total was fake, but I do have a feeling that the relationship had to be dragged out for the show purposes. And it was very obvious to me that Chrishell was repulsed by Jason. <laughs> I'm just going to get annihilated on the internet for this, but I don't give a fuck because I truly... Dude, you can tell when someone's into someone. Chriselle could barely... It was two second kisses. Never saw tongue. Never saw like nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, anyways. Um, also, I will say if everyone saw the fake phone calls... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to Insler if you haven't watched it. This isn't fun, but okay. Oh my God. Why are some of these memes so funny? Okay, so moving on. Moving on. Yes, he's a movie producer. I'm giving you guys little... Well, wait. Would here. you ever have... I can make one contribution. Oh, I can ask a question. question. Yeah, I know nothing else. Would you ever have Christine on the show? You've been like loving the controversial guest lately, and apparently you're saying she's a villain. Lauren, just calling me out here tonight. Yeah, you eat Um, and breathe controversy. I do. Um, You know what? Like, I mean, Daddy Gang, you write in the, the chat, but like why not have Christine on, right? Like, why don't I just go out to her and see? Because I think the part is, is like, if she truly is, a compulsive liar, then like, let's have her on the show because come on, baby, I'd love to fucking talk to you. And if she's not, and we actually get to see the side of her, that's like, Hey, what reality television show doesn't have a designated villain? 
name it. I would love to know. So you also, we also want to kind of know, like, is this a character she's playing up or is this truly who she is? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I will hover on. What the fuck? Who cares? Also summer episodes. I'm going to basically be doing summer series episodes, guys. And we're just going to be like having like, just like more chill episodes and see like guests, like I would maybe not normally have on. So let's do it. Okay. Maybe. Maybe I'll have them all on. Maybe I'll have them all on and do my own fucking reunion. How about that? Okay. Um, Lauren, let's move on. What have you... Gladly. Not that I... I could listen to you talk all day, but I have no idea what's going on with reality television. And I love that about you. Um, Okay, so let's talk about... First of all, I wanted to actually... I love how Daddy Gang... You guys are going to just be a part of this for a minute, but like Warren and I quite literally were waiting to like catch up quickly this week on live because we're like, let's just save it for the after hours. So Lauren, what have you been up to this weekend? I know you're like deep in wedding season uh, dress shopping. Yeah, it sounds like you're getting married. Wait, no, 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 no. It's a lot, Gaddy Gang. So much happening. I have a boyfriend. I'm getting married next week. You heard it here first. Wait, wait. Literally, people in the chat are like, wait, what? No, Lauren is not wedding dress shopping for herself. She's going for a colored dress because she will be attending weddings this season. Um, It's interesting, too, because I feel like last season, like last summer, I had so many fucking weddings. And now this summer, you have all the weddings. I feel like that's just how it goes. Okay, so how is the wedding dress? shopping going I told you not to get the ones that you had yeah was it last week um we were on zoom we uh, were yeah. on, we like prefer zoom over facetime it's so like, weird it's hands-free you know you can yeah I, the screen sharing option like I can mm-hmm. screen share you like my shopping cart and like what do you think totally um but I gave you a little fashion show and you said no 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 so back to the drawing board I did find one dress this past weekend but like wedding dress shopping not for myself daddy gang not for a white dress for a attendee of a wedding well I think that's also the point I told you which is like guys everyone listening even if it's not a wedding that you're attending you can re-wear an outfit and I think that sometimes especially for women we're like made to feel like oh god you're wearing the same dress again if I look fucking good at in it yeah I'm gonna wear it every fucking night shut the fuck up I feel like people are so bitchy about that shit if I find a good pair of jeans that fit my fucking ass right you best believe I will be wearing them out to every date every dinner like fuck right off and so I think we're in our own heads sometimes so I told Lauren like your two weddings that you're going to wear the same dress. If you find one you love, wear the same dress. And I was also like, Big Al, you went to a lot of weddings last season. Want to ship some my way? I'll try them on. You know what that oh reminds God. me of? What? Us like borrowing each other's clothes. You know what story I'm about to tell? Oh my God. That's actually kind of a cute story. Okay. Not that we need to go full childhood mode, but everybody please listen to this story because Lauren and I love to share clothes, right? What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine, baby. But when we were younger, we took things to like quite literally a strange degree. So Lauren and I would share clothes. But Lauren, why don't you tell them like in what way we would share clothes? We would call it closet swaps and we'd show up to each other's houses with empty suitcases and literally raid the other person's closet and like we wouldn't even like hang out I'd be like mom can you take me to Alex's house so I can like raid her closet and she'd be like yeah you have 15 minutes and our moms would be like waiting at the front door girls five more minutes and it's like us like digging through each other's closets throwing as much shit as we can in suitcases like that's kind of crazy it was psychotic too because we would be so invested if I knew you had a school dance I would like try to pull out like my hard tails that like I had the like purple mm. color you had the black color we would like pick each other's outfits that we knew what was coming up we were so invested in that we should honestly do that again uh gladly one of us will greatly benefit more than the other if we swap (laughs) closets I don't know what you want in my closet but you are more than welcome to it Lauren what are you talking about I'm obsessed with your Gap outfits I love (laughs) excuse me I have graduated from Gap and now I'm an avid Abercrombie shopper but I think I probably shouldn't say that out loud because I know there's a documentary and Abercrombie's like under under fire but but the best jeans like mm. dude why am I laughing so hard thinking about how we used to pop our double polos with our double undershirts like we oh the camis the lace camis under the double polo the jean skirt the leg warmers and the uggs dude we literally lived at Abercrombie (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so daddy gang, you know, if you're close with a friend, consider a closet swap and quite literally show up with an empty luggage bag and do your gut. That's how you know you're good friends. You know how some people like gatekeep some of their good shit? I am like, Lauren, how many times have you taken something where I have a full tag on it? And you're like, are you sure? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I can't wait to see you in this. You gave me your Gucci shoes. And I'm like, are you sure? You're like, oh my gosh, they look so much better on you. Green's just not my color. I'm like, you're literally wearing green right now. What are you saying? Well, they looked better on you and you found better outfits to wear them with. Anyways, we're having like too much of like a love fangirl. Daddy gang, we see you in the comments. We love you. The Johnny Depp and Amber thing. Guys, I got to keep, I see you. I see you. I see you. I got to keep watching the, uh, the trial. But what I will say is I think my boyfriend is like concerned because every single night, all I'm doing is watching the seven hour YouTube videos of the trial. Um, I will say also that I was like the woman that was testifying. That was the psychologist, the clinical psychologist. I was sopping wet because the (laughs) lingo in the psych terms that she was using, I was like, you are okay. Also the muffin man thing. I will say that's kind of fucking hilarious. Anyways, I don't want to, it obviously is a very, very sensitive case. And I feel like we need to see how things play out and I don't want to speak too much on it, but I will say, I thought that woman was amazing. Okay. Lauren. What were we even talking about before our Abercrombie train? Oh, you know what we were talking about? We were talking about weddings. I was thinking about this too. And daddy gang, I would love, because I know there's probably mostly women in the chat. And so no one can get over the gap comment. Everyone's freaking out about the gap comment. They're like, (laughs) that that I wore gap. Oh my gosh. The best basics ever. Like a great wardrobe starts with great basics, good pair of jeans and a good basic crew neck tee. Please tell me I'm wrong. I will fight you. I will debate that to the death. Sweetie, that's why I literally said, I will take your gap. I love the gap. Okay, guys. So let's talk for a little bit about weddings because I'm not getting married and Lauren's not getting married. But I did think it'd be interesting to have a quick conversation with you guys about weddings because I feel like as women, sometimes you either, okay, so you either grow up and you're the type of person that either was like, I can plan, I can see my wedding. Like as a little girl, you had a Pinterest board and you knew exactly what dress and what train you wanted and you knew the ring you wanted and you knew the size of your wedding and what food you wanted and each course and all the fucking things. And you even planned your wedding photos, quite literally. You're like drawing them and sketching them. And then there are the girls that never even thought about their wedding. And I think I just want to normalize, first of all, both are fine, right? I think sometimes like we're, you're made out to feel like if you don't have the perfect wedding, then you're a loser. Or maybe if you do want that huge wedding, like that you're like over the top. And so let's first normalize, you know, do whatever you want to fucking do. Lauren and I, though, the other day, we're talking about how like we literally never envisioned our personal weddings. Like, I don't know. I just have never thought about if I would want a wedding. I don't think I would want a wedding. Like Lauren, what is your vibe with the wedding? I agree. I also was not the person like growing up with the Pinterest board fantasizing weddings. I've been thinking about it a lot more because I'm attending so many. A lot of my friends are planning weddings. And my biggest takeaway is how fucking expensive they are. Like I'm I like the idea of a wedding. I just don't like the price tag of a wedding. Like mm-hmm. I've learned recently that it's like 
tens of thousands of dollars for the food. Like, I don't need to feed all my friends a gourmet meal. Like, bring your own food. BYOF. Pack a little lunchbox. A little <gasps> picnic basket situation. I can also DJ at myself. We can cut a nice 10, 20 grand off there. Like, this is going to be a DIY wedding. I am fucking sobbing. <laughs> Lauren's like, guys, show up without a purse and just come with a lunchbox. <laughs> well, the cute ones, like the little picnic basket ones, not That's like, so not like an ice chest vibe. Honestly, I have, I'm like literally crying. I have tears coming down my face. I actually love that you threw in there. I'll DJ my own wedding. Just cut the fucking cost, baby. You know what, Lauren? If you ever get married, let me be so clear. I am going to surprise you. I'm going to work with your wedding planner woman and you're going to show up to your wedding and think you only have like a this, this and this. And all of a sudden you're going to walk in. There's going to be like a full fucking ice sculpture. And you're like, wow, where'd that come from? Little things here and there. You'll not even know. I'm just going to add some touches. Um, can I put in a note, small yeah. note? I'm down for the ice sculpture vibe, but instead of like an ice swan, I'd prefer one of those ice luges where you pour <laughs> the shot at the top and the shot goes down like and sloshes into your mouth and it's chilled. Dude, so just I'm just take a crying. just take a mental note there, please. Can you imagine like to this day, now we have to do it. When you get married, I don't care how small or big, there will be an ice luge and it will be from your friend, Big Al. Okay, so that's very fun. Um, okay, so definitely don't want the um I agree with you, like the food and all of it. It's a lot of of money. And I think you had mentioned to me the other day, like when you just get become an adult, there's things that you prioritize. Like you were saying, like, I'd love to buy a house. I saw someone in the comments say, I would prefer to go on a two month fucking honeymoon with that money. Like, I kind of agree. Same, same. Yeah. Okay. So let's quickly though say, what is your ideal wedding? Um, cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap fuck. I love it. You're like, nope. A a cheap night with close friends. And like, I would like to wear a dress. Okay. Like, I don't even care if I'm in like a rave setting. I'll still wear a dress. Okay. You need to describe though quickly before we move on. You have been literally making your mother like lose hair. No shout out, Kara. I love you. Not actually. Um, you keep like threatening to your mother that you're going to elope. Oh my gosh. My what? mom, like my mom will like call me. Cause I, I keep saying like, Oh my gosh, it's just so much easier. Like I could see myself having a Vegas wedding. Like, you know, like the answer might just be me getting married in Vegas. And like, my mom will call me like, every like week and be like, Hey Lauren, how you doing? And, like right before we hang up, she's like, just a reminder. Like, I want to let you know, I would be so sad if you eloped. Like, dude, like what? I honestly would elope with you. What if we did like a combined little thing? The point is, is guys, weddings are not to be, well, they're going to be stress over, but I just want to normalize for anyone that doesn't want to have a wedding. Like, I don't even know if I want to get married. Um, and so it's okay especially as women, like you don't need to feel like you need to do something like that. Okay. We're moving on. Um, what are you doing this weekend? Um, oh, I'm going to a concert on Saturday. I'm seeing disclosure, uh, daddy gang in the chat. Give me, give me that little pink heart. That feels like ravey vibe. If you also are a disclosure fan, I have literally no idea what disclosure (laughs) It's a DJ, but it's not like full rave. It's technically categorized as electronic music, not EDM. I Um, love how different and similar we are. Like you could never pay me money to go. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Was it last week you told me I will never be at a concert unless my ticket has an assigned seat number on it? (laughs) Dude, that's like people were like, Alex, why didn't you go to Coachella? And I was like, do I get an assigned seat? Guys. I am, I like to be a little geriatric. I like to get my ticket stub. I actually want to be like closer to the nosebleeds. I want a popcorn basket. I want a nice beer. I honestly would be okay with someone like blocking my view. Like I'm the friend that if someone's sitting in front and they're like, oh, my view is blocked. This person's really tall. I'll be like, sweetie, switch seats with me. I am comfy, cozy, sitting down, relaxed, relaxed. The concept of an open concert to me gives me anxiety and I just can't do it. Like, I just don't like, there's no exit options. Like, it just stresses me out. So that's why I didn't go to fucking Coachella is because that's my nightmare. Well, I will be at a sold out general admission show this weekend. So wish me luck. I'm going to be like having nightmares for you. Like, I hope Lauren's okay. I'm going to text you at night. Yeah, text me when you get, text me when you get home safe, please. (laughs) Okay, so 
It's 740. Oh my God. I hate how we only have 20 minutes left. I feel like we could talk for 19 hours. Okay. So we're going to transition to a little thing, a little thing, a little thing, a little thing. Do you guys know if you were to pick somewhere to go in Europe, you're classically, obviously, if you're part of the daddy gang, you're going to go where? Put it in the chat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to fucking France, bitches. And we're doing a little thing I like to call questions of the motherfucking week. Okay, we're doing questions of the week. I'm not going to lose my shit tonight. I've had a little too much tequila. Give me a minute. Maybe I'll go off. Okay, I wrote some of your questions down, Daddy Gang. I asked you guys to submit to the chat. So we are going to go through some. And Lauren, they asked if we would give them their advice. So please pitch in, Lair. You got some great brains on you, sweetie. We need your advice. Okay, the first question from Daddy Gang is, hi, Daddy, love you, and the pod's evolution has been amazing. Thank you. I love you. Okay, my best friend and I are long distance, and it sucks. How do you and Laren keep up a healthy and positive friendship through long distance? I've been feeling like it's really hard to stay connected with long distance best friends in my 20s. Everyone has moved, has different jobs, grad school, et cetera, going on. Love the pod and love your friendship. XOXO, daddy. That is such a incredible, stunning question, sweetie. And I love this question. The first thing I would say is, first of all, do not be hard on yourself. Like, this is so fucking normal. I would say it would actually be concerning if you were like, I'm thriving. My friends in my 20s, it's like the easiest thing. Like, this is easier than college. Like, thriving, thriving. Like, that would be actually crazy because truly, it's an adjustment in your 20s. What do you yeah. think, Lauren? I was just going to say, like, yeah, thinking about, like, my close friendships, I think at least of them are, like, at least half of them are long distance. Totally. Like, I will say, though, it's really easy for long distance friendships to slip through the cracks because you need to make on both sides a conscious effort to maintain them. So, Lauren, do you have, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but do you have, like, a go-to bit of advice that you can think of? Because I, you're saying half of your friends are long distance. Like, what do you do in order to try to keep that alive? Um, I know it sounds like so simple, but pinning conversations in iMessage, like I have 12 conversations pinned and it reminds me like, oh, like this is someone I want to keep in contact and like kind of have a pulse on their life. Like, have I checked in with them with them in the past like week or two? That's actually really smart because I feel like you may forget, but seeing them pinned up there, you're like, oh, fuck, like that person's name. Like I always do that with my friend Jackie. Like my other example is voice messages. I was telling you this earlier, like my friend Jackie and I are, we both have the same like crazy work schedules that by the end of the night, the last thing you want to do is like debrief the drama with your friend. You don't even want to fucking talk. You just want to like veg out, watch TV. It's like exhausting. And so what we started doing is we voice message each other and we have also made it so clear, like zero timeline, bitch. Like you respond when you want. And sometimes Jackie won't answer me for like two fucking days. And I like, no, like she'll get back to me when she was, has time. So I think those are two great examples, like pinning conversations and then also voice messages where you can like literally have a two fucking minute voice message and then they can respond when they are ready. Yeah. And I think like everyone thinks that like the ideal long distance friendship is like once a week, we have a one hour FaceTime date and we catch up and I know everything going on in your life, and you know, everything going on mine. And like, that's just not realistic. Like if it happens, that's great. And I love those moments where like me and you can like find that rare time to have those hour long calls. But if we don't have them, like I know our friendship is fine. Totally. And I would also say one, it's going to always ebb and flow. And lastly, I would finish with this. All you can really control daddy gang is yourself, right? You can put an effort. You can send the voice message. You can you can pin them and you can send them little things when you're thinking of them and you can show how much you want to maintain that friendship, but you also have to recognize if that person is not matching your energy and is never ever ever putting in the effort, then that's also something to just look into and just know for yourself engage boundaries wise, like how far are you going and willing to go until you recognize like, hey, maybe I should pull back a little bit. Like I'm on my 17th text to her and she hasn't fucking answered. So maybe also just be self-aware enough to recognize like what is the balance of who's putting in what? Okay. Moving on to the next one. Father, I would love some advice. What are some ways to step out of your comfort zone when your significant other is more affectionate than you help? Oh my God. I love this question because, okay, wow. Okay. So funny thing here, Lauren, this is actually such a great question for us because 
I remember back when I was going to do an episode, I asked you because we always just send shit to each other. I asked you like, oh my God, I'm taking my love language quiz. Can you take yours too? And we got the same exact results. Lauren and I took the love language quiz. Our number one love language was we do words of affirmation. And one of our lowest was physical touch. And so meanwhile, I know both of our partners are, are their tops are physical touch. So we can really relate there. Yeah. It's so easy for me to be verbally affectionate with you. Like I'm more verbally affectionate with you than like anyone. Like I'll text you, I'll text you like things like good morning, my sweet love. I hope you have a blessed day or I hope your day is filled with love, happiness, and all the Henry you could ever imagine. Yes. Dude, we literally are always, hi, sweetie. And we like, I just also realized like, I'm like about to go off on how we are affectionate towards each other. And I'm realizing they're asking about romantic relationships. We're like, (laughs) it's like when we go on vacation, when we went to Cabo with Kazi, she was like, hey, do you guys want this room? Like Lauren, you can have this room and Alex, you can have this room. And Lauren and I were like, is there a room we could have together? (laughs) She's like, what is this? With one bed, please. Quite literally. But what I will say for this is, so daddy gang, if you're, if he, what is going on in the chat? Everyone's like, don't text the ex. Don't text the ex. Something's going on with the, with the ex. Don't text the ex. The answer is always don't text the ex, especially if you're under the influence. You've had a couple cocktails. Whoever in the chat is fucking dealing with this shit. Never text the ex. What I actually will say to you is this. How about wait till the morning? If you still want to text him in the morning, then text him. But I dare you to wait till the morning and see if you want to text him. Because a lot of times at night, shit starts to go awry. Shit starts to get bad. And you're like, oh, should I text him? Do not fucking text him until you're in the right headspace. Also, what the fuck are you going to say to him? Play that through. Let's play the whole conversation through. That's my favorite. You're like, I miss you. And then he says that. What, are you going to get back together? No. Is he a cheater? No. Exactly. Yeah, go through. Okay, I don't know what's happening in this chat, but it's wild. Someone put my phone in the, okay, stop. No, he cheated. He bought, okay. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Moving on. Oh, we didn't finish. The last thing I would say is this to someone that's struggling with, you're not as affectionate as your boyfriend. And then we're transitioning to live daddy game questions. But this is what I will say. When I met my boyfriend, he was so much more like affectionate than me. And I'm not talking about like sex. Sex is completely different. When we're talking about physical touch, we're actually just talking about the day-to-day of holding hands and like putting your hand on someone's back or their thigh or like giving them a kiss when you see them. So what I will say is this, my boyfriend was so affectionate and it's so natural for him. And for me, I'm like this fucking ice queen. I'm like, I want to be that way. But for some reason, being really affectionate doesn't come naturally to me. So what I started to do, this is so fucking embarrassing, but I'll tell you guys, quite literally when I would be on walks with my boyfriend in my head, I would be like, hold the hand, hold the hand, hold this fucking hand, you little bitch. Put your fucking hand down there and intertwine your motherfucking fingers, you stupid bitch. And it started to like pushing myself out of my comfort zone to hold my own boyfriend's fucking hand, daddy gang. Yes, this is a thing. And you get it though, right? It's like when you, something is not like naturally like innate to you, it feels a little off. And so once I started pushing myself to actually engage with those little things and put my hand on his thigh and kiss him when I like all those things immediately randomly, it started to feel natural. So my advice ending that would be daddy gang. When you are feeling at all like something you want to do but can't do, it's lightly edging into it and not putting pressure, but push yourself out of your comfort zone. That's what I would say. I was going to say bonjour, but I think that means goodbye, not like applause. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep up with the French vibe here. Wait, Lauren, you have to tell me quickly before we move on. You have to tell the story to the daddy gang of what you told me the other day when your boyfriend sat next to you. Oh, my gosh. So like you just said. Physical touch is low for me. Words of affirmation are high. Both of our partners, very high in the physical touch. I was sitting on the couch and he was folding laundry and he like paused and came and sat next to me, like really close where like our legs were touching. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, uh, like touching you, like so we can like sit together and like be together for a moment. I'm like, oh yeah, that's really nice. Like, thank you. I love that. <laughs> you're literally like, what are you doing? Creep? Get away. And you're like, oh wait, that, so that's your boyfriend and he's trying to physically like lightly connect and not fuck you. Like, <laughs> dude, it's so, but it's so real. And I think again, you have to remind yourself, like for us, I would say there's a lot of people that emotionally have a hard time giving validation and giving affirmation. So I think everyone has their shit that they're good at. And I think just be easy on yourselves. I think take the quiz also. It's like really good to know like how you receive love and how your partner receives it. Totally. Dude, everyone keeps coming in late and it's like Lauren has a boyfriend. Like, I guess everyone, Lauren, guys, has a boyfriend. show up on time. Come on. Yeah. Oh my God. We feel like we're the teachers. We're like, you're late to class. 
off, sweetie, so you missed the assignment. Yeah, we're not going back. Ask your (laughs) classmates for notes. Guys, just so you know, these episodes will be uploaded like by tomorrow or Friday. So don't worry. Okay. Now is my favorite, favorite time of the After Hours with Alex Cooper show. It is time to pull up two daddy gang members to ask a live motherfucking question. So the first question we have is Nina. Hello, Nina? Oh my God, hello. Ah! Oh my God, I can't believe my birthday. Yes, bitch, yes, let's go. so much. Hi, Nina. Hi, Nina. How are you doing, Nina? Hi. Hi, Nina. Oh my God, I'm shaking. I'm starstruck. Don't Uh, be shaking. Look at the comments. The daddy gang is going ham for you already. You can do no wrong. You just ask your question. No stress. Okay. um, I hope the chat doesn't hate me. This isn't like a very spicy question. I just really wanted to tell you how much I've been enjoying following your therapy journey. And to be totally honest, like you're literally the reason why I started going to therapy and like (gasps) I'm obsessed with my therapist and it's going so well. And I just wanted to ask you, like, what are some of the like the biggest lessons that you've learned since you started seeing your therapist? Okay, I'm going to start crying. First of all, Jesus Christ, give me a tissue. Nina, you're amazing. And I just want to say I'm so it's so cool to hear, you know, when you do a podcast, you never know like who you're going to reach. And so to hear that you have started therapy, I like congratulations and I wish you the best. And this is amazing. Interestingly enough, I will share mine. But Lauren, I want you to go first because Lauren and I have a lot of conversations about therapy. And recently, I feel like Lauren, you've been like, really making fucking headway in therapy not to blow your spot up if you don't care but like you've really been like really seeing larger picture shit for yourself so do you want to start with your answer sure um okay so I'm trying to think how's the best way to phrase this so I guess like the biggest thing I've learned recently in therapy is that avoiding things doesn't make them go away. And like that can mean a lot of different things, whether it be a difficult conversation I need to have with a friend or with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Not having the conversation doesn't get rid of the problem and it probably makes it worse. And I think the even bigger thing for me and the thing that was even more difficult for me was learning that avoiding emotion doesn't make the problem go away either. It was really difficult for me to like be okay, like feeling sad with certain things in my life and like feeling that emotion. And like, I was like, oh, like, I'm not going to feel sad. Like, I'll push that away. Like, it will eventually go away. But it was affecting me in so many ways underneath the surface that like I wasn't even aware of. And like now, after a year in therapy, which is wild to say, I know. Thank you. Um, I know that like I'm confident in myself and my ability to like handle things head on and like avoidance isn't like my natural go to anymore. So it's like a skill that I've developed. I want to just like mic drop for a minute because Nina, first of all, I hope that was like I'm literally writing this down. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Nina. I think Lauren, I just want to like close that out because I don't even need to now tell you my answer because that was so beautifully said. I will say also, Lauren, being so close to you in your therapy journey and like you lightly sharing things with me, like it's so fucking incredible to know that that was something like you would always say to me, like, I really want to stop avoiding. Like, why do I, the fact that you a year later are like, oh, that's not something I even think about anymore. Avoidance is no longer a coping mechanism. It's so incredible to see you growing. And like, I could cry thinking about how much you've grown. And I know it's cool. Also, Daddy Gang, I will say, and Nina, finding someone, it's really important to find boundaries with therapy. But if you have a friend that's also in therapy, you don't even need to discuss your sessions. But Lauren and I have a really good balance of like, checking in almost with with also before we like made this boundary remember Lauren we were like hey it's really weird to be like how was your therapy this week like that's not appropriate to ask someone especially if it was hard and so Lauren and I have this thing of like hey checking on you like because when we know their therapy days we'll usually text like the next day after therapy to each other like checking on you love you here if you need to talk because you never know if someone's therapy session was like I need an outlet and I need a friend to talk to about what I was just left with feeling with through my therapy session or if they don't want to talk about it. So 
I would say also finding a friend that like you kind of know is down to be there as your person to go to, to like continue to expand on the things that you're thinking about through therapy. Lauren, you've been like my rock and I feel like we've come. Oh my gosh. I'm going to like cry right now. (laughs) Dude, we're getting so deep. We're getting emotional. I love you though. And I, I just, I understand like, um, therapy is an investment. And I can also, if you guys want post more stuff on my social media, I know Lauren, when you had social media, you had a lot of um, resources that I can also post for you guys if you need different like resources um, that are affordable for therapy. So love you guys. Okay. Oh my God. Um, This is so sweet. We're so wholesome. Thank you so much. I'm literally like writing this down, taking notes. I, and I'm honestly, I just want to say thank you so much for being so genuinely open about this. Like it, it really changed my life going to therapy. So I just, I love you guys. And thank you so much. Nina, we love you. We love, love you, Nina. You. Love you. Good luck with everything. You deserve everything. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Thank okay. you. Love you. Bye. Why does like hearing the daddy gang's voice like genuinely get me like emotional? Like, Same. I'm, like, right? I'm like tearing up. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. 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 Here we go. Okay. Last one. We are going to hear from Jesse. Jesse, bring it home, baby. Hello. <gasps> Hello. God. Hi, Daddy. Oh, hi. Really so nervous. I cannot right now. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. This is all fun. This is all family here. Everyone is on your team. We are all supportive. Okay, I'm unwell, but I didn't think I'd actually get sick. <laughs> so my question isn't as deep as therapy, but I still really need help. It's okay. 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 So here's my little dilemma right now. I'm just super single and really deep in the dating app game and just have been running into like the same issue on dates, basically like the awkward silence. I just, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can only have a conversation with a person I just met for like so long. And then I just run out of things to say. So like, what do I do if it gets awkward on the first date? Like, what do I say? You, first of all, I want to say, Thank you for being so honest, because this is a such a good fucking question that I feel like people would not be as open to admit. And yet it's like quite literally the number one thing. Why do you get nervous to go on first dates? Most people don't think, oh, my first date is going to be a crazy person. It's normally like, is it going to be awkward? And so I think even you just acknowledging like, hey, there's moments when things get like a little awkward. There's a difference between awkward also and like fully not vibing. Right. And I see people in the comments saying that that's totally true. But I think what you're saying is like, give yourself a little grace. Number one, you should expect a couple awkward silence moments. Like you don't know this person, right? And there's going to be a couple moments where like, and I'm not even saying like awkward, awkward. I'm just saying like, there's going to be a moment after you finish a great combo. You're not close enough to like, you know how when you get super close with someone with your friend, you can eat an entire meal and not say one fucking word. Like, bitch, I'm fucking downing my pasta. Get out of my face. But you're in a situation where it's like, this is a new person. So what I would say is this. A couple things are I usually come up with a couple like go to topics that I have before a first date that I know can in length be discussed. So whether it's like talking about college, talking about where you guys live, where have you lived, talk about family. I My brother is like recently single. All the daddy gang girls are going to freak out. Um my brother's recently single and he's been going on a lot of first dates. And he quite literally was like, I'm having such success on my first dates because I'm asking questions. And I just think like sometimes you just have to push yourself to go, listen, a first date, it's going to be a lot of surface level and you got to just acknowledge. And that's what it should be, right? Really what you're trying to check is like, do I vibe with this person? As long as you get the vibe, there's going to be awkward moments. First of all, you can go to the bathroom twice in a date. You can also people watch together. And like, also, I think it's fun to acknowledge the moment. Hey, we're on a first date. Do you do this often? Like, I feel awkward as fuck. Like, sometimes, uh, like, addressing the obvious. Lauren, I also know you had mentioned when you were going on dates, you would always, what did you always say you would bring up? Oh, I would always talk about, like, New Orleans. Like, have you been there? And if they've been there, like, what were your favorite restaurants? What were your favorite places? Like, oh, if you haven't been there, like, what's your favorite trip you've gone on? Like, yes. like, let them talk about something. And, like, that literally gives you room to, like, breathe and, like, think about, like, okay, like, Yes. What do I want to talk about where you went to college? Yes. Yes. And so I think, listen, at the end of the day, Jesse, 
times all you can focus on is what you're giving. And if you are present, you're asking questions, you're interested, you're listen, you're listening and you're engaged. If the other person can match that same energy, then it should go okay. But if you feel like someone's really fucking awkward, I think that is a sign that you're not vibing because I think we can all agree. All of us in the chat, we have been on that date where it's like, have we known each other for 10 years? Like, what the fuck? We can't shut up. So I think also gauge for yourself, like maybe there's going to be times that things are a little awkward and it means like, hey, we're not vibing. But also I would say, lastly, be really kind to yourself. First dates can be weird. And sometimes don't write someone off after a first date, right? So yeah. just be chill. Some, what is some? Oh, people are freaking out in the comments. Oh, the announce. Okay, guys, I can't. Um, we we announced a lot tonight. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What is the announcement? What is the announcement? What is the announcement?" I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. But I, but I definitely. Well, no, the announcement basically is. Uh, Lauren has a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, what's the announcement? Why don't I know? Yeah, you're you have a boyfriend. Let's fucking go. Um, but okay. Oh my god, we just ran out of time. Okay, Jesse, I love you. I hope that helped a little bit. Just be self assured in yourself and don't doubt yourself when you are on these dates. Like, just stay true to yourself and try to not look at it as a first date. I think sometimes if you can go into it and be like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm on drinks with a girlfriend or a guy friend. Like, act that way and maybe it will loosen the energy. Yes, you're so right. I'm literally going to write down some questions now. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. I love you guys. Okay. I officially feel like after hours needs to be two fucking hours long because how does this go by so fast? Laren, how are you feeling? I love you. We're wrapping up. I just want to say like, first of all, thank you guys so much for listening. Laren, this was very fun to have you on. Yeah, this was great. This was our friend catch up for the week. I know. Oh my God. You have to send me your wedding dress options because I really can, I need to like be a part of that. And I will give you the yes or the no. I'm also going to send you some links because I saw some cute things on this um, website forward in my Teresa. Okay. Look at us like fully. I'm like, yeah. I'll send you a link. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy gang. I love you guys so, so much. I cannot thank you guys for tuning in to After Hours. This is going to be about every other week that we do this on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time and then 10 p.m. Eastern. I love you. I love you. I love you. Daddy gang, have a great night. Sleep tight, you little angels. (laughs) Okay, bye, daddy gang. I love you. Good night, daddy gang. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can tune into After Hours live on Spotify to get all the juicy behind the scene details from me in live time. You should know this is as much your show as it is mine. So make sure you're there when it's all happening. I want to hear your opinions. I want you guys to tell me what your thoughts are on whatever I'm saying. Together, We're going to have a good ass time, guys. So if you have a question for me, you want to chat live, you can join on the Spotify live app. It's a separate app, but it allows you to message me when I am live. It's also free to sign up for, and you can even use your Spotify login to join. So you guys know what to do by now. Tune into After Hours with me, Alex Cooper, live on Spotify, or join the chat on the Spotify live app available on the app store. You never know what's going to happen on After Hours with Alex Cooper.